guide, your concierge, your spiritual leader on this adventure, this journey that you're having into BDSM kink and fetish. Here on Everyday Kink, we will talk to creators, providers, insiders to give you the inside scoop on this lovely journey that we're having. You'll get some tips. You'll get some advice. You'll get some ideas. But above all else, you'll get some great conversation. So stay tuned. another episode of everyday kink i am your spiritual guide your concierge your leader on this lovely journey into the world of kink bdsm sex work sexuality and all that fun stuff and we get a very special let me tell you why this is a very special interview because i've never done an interview like this this is a first timer people for me and for this lovely lady this is going to be a cherry popping a two-way cherry popping Okay, I don't know how many of you guys have ever seen a two-way cherry popping. I've never, but that's what this is going to be. So we have the very amazing, lovely, first-time model here, Jay Lee. Who? Who? Okay, okay, are you ready? Are you guys ready? I right, put every drink down. I want you to spill it. <laughs> Jay Lee is transgendered, and we are going to kind of pick the mind of a <laughs> transgender person. This is new territory, people. Let me, let me tell you how excited I was about this. I was just explaining some of the questions I may ask her. And I was like, oh. And we got to some really good questions. I'm like, fuck it. I need to, this needs to be recorded. I can't let all this good stuff go away. Because I'll never know if I'm going to remember it. Because my memory's bad. Because I smoke too much. So, you know, we get it out the way now. So I can remember everything. So. Hi, Jay Lee. How are you doing? Hello. I'm fabulous. Are you excited to be a part of this first time interview for me? Yes, I am. Very See, much so. So happy. Just so happy <laughs> so. So let's start off with the first question. Mm-hmm. Transgender, uh, transitioning from male to female, correct? Correct. Now, what made you go, this is something I need to do? Um, well, always as a child, I knew something was different. I was always attracted to the, the dolls, the girly stuff, the... The things, if every feminine, you know, I've always attracted to boys, always been attracted to boys. Um, I just knew there was something within myself that had to come out, definitely. So how, how hard was it to make that decision? Because I know society-wise, you know, people who transition from one sex to another, mm. it's not the easiest path, especially with family who are used to you being one mm-hmm. gender and being called by one name and friends who are kind of used to that and then it's like a culture shock having to learn a whole mm-hmm. new whole new pronouns and stuff True. like that how hard was that that step to transition i think the hardest step is your personal family first for most people it's family and family acceptance you know with people that deal with religious backgrounds that just are not accepting and 
I feel like when you're transitioning, you just need that one support, whether it be mom, dad, that aunt. You just need that one support that you really love, that you really want to be supported. You know what I mean? That makes society, once you have that one person, it's a lot easier. But a lot of people, I was fortunate that my family loves me and adores me. I've always been Jay. And, um, you know, it's just been a smoother transition. Unfortunately, with society, just like anything else, the more feminine you are, the more passable, which means, you know, if you don't, you know, tell someone that you're trans, they won't know. It's a little bit easier. Whereas for if I look harder, if you found like a man feature in me, it's just a negative, you know, it's a taboo. I like that you brought that up. So I've seen people talk about this a bunch. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've seen these questions pop up a bunch of times. You've seen people do skits and, and, and shows about them. The whole when do you tell somebody topic. Well how do you how do you gauge like how do you gauge like and I'm not even thinking sexual or relationship wise. I'm thinking about in general like friends or cause I, I figure, you know, being a female, transgendering, a male to female and you know, having female <coughs> friends, mm-hmm. situations like, you know, going lingerie shopping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sound old when I say this, like sleepovers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. has a different take now because the parts are a little bit different. And to kind of be naked with your girlfriends or trying on lingerie with your girlfriends well, may take a different... Know, not all girlfriends are always naked with each other, first no, of all. Do not ruin that image for us, please. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But I'm just keeping it real, you know what I mean? Um, just like anyone is, so, so, no matter if... You know, someone's post-op or pre-op, you see it's how comfortable you are. I mean, there's women who don't like to get dressed in front of women. You look at a woman's changing room, everyone has their cubicles, where a man's, they don't have anything. You know, you just let it all hang out. Yeah. So, in that aspect, I just feel like it's where you're comfortable. As far as letting people know, I feel like if it's, if you're interested in a man or a woman or someone sexually, you have to let them know. There's so this world, hello, is full of people. What's a rejection? Better rejection than something violent or harmful, which you know, transgenders were dying every day, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So it's really important to let people know. Um, as far as like like in a nightclub or something, and some guy wants to buy you a drink or whatever, I don't see nothing wrong. I'm not interested in you. Thanks for the cocktail, but you know, keep it moving. Enjoy the illusion of what you think I am. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, everything is like smoky mirrors. Between the lashes, the silicone injections, you know, the fillers, all that, you know, the extensions, all the aesthetics of an illusion, you know what I mean? But it's much more easier in today's day and age than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, for sure. Still have a long way to go, but there's progress. So here's a good question. And you guys know I like asking asking controversial, like, very tough, like, in-your-face blunt questions. Because I feel like we need to... We got. We don't have these conversations. So, why go transgender and not like a male homosexual? Why make the full transition over and not just stay a male who has okay. homosexual tendencies? So that's where society fucks it up. Should I say because gender is what you identify as. And then sexuality is what you like sexually. So as far as like, I've never considered myself a gay man. 
you know, I don't like gay boys. I am attracted to a heterosexual man who likes tits and ass and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? I, there are some amazing, beautiful transgender men, which, you know, obviously, that's another thing. It's, uh, when it comes to sex, it's like, it depends on you. Sexuality and what you perceive as, you know, gender is totally different. So people intertwine them and they're like, well, then if he, um, a heterosexual man ha- sleeps with you, then he's gay. And it's like, no, like, he's not gay. It's just a transgender woman. The same way a man likes a redhead, a skinny bitch, a BBW, you know, then he likes a trans. It's a different type of woman, but it still falls in a woman category. Did you find it kind of hard to kind of explain that to people? I feel like to explain someone, to educate, you know more or less when you meet someone, like the vibe. You know what I mean? Like, is this person going to get straight up offended? Then you, it's not, it's not worth trying to educate someone who doesn't have that open mind. True. You know what I mean? And, um, but definitely I don't see nothing. You have to let people know. It's, it's a work in progress. The, the more we talk about it, the less taboo it'll be. You know what I mean? Um, transgender is such a huge umbrella too. Like some yes. people transition, they live their life as a man husbands, fathers, and they transition when they retire. And that's a whole nother umbrella, you know what I mean? Where some too, as soon as they hit puberty, they start taking hormones at, you know, 10, 11, 12. You know, they start their procedure as fast as they can. Also to luxury. The field is varied when it comes to cases. Which is why I love having this interview because, you know, we don't, we don't get many interviews like this. Mm Mm-hmm. For some reason or another, I don't. I don't understand it. We just we just don't get this 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 type of interview. So I'm so happy that you're doing this. Okay, this thanks. Is, no, definitely. Another thing I like to say is that um, in the transgender community, is we do like what women do. We always nitpick at each other. Who's the most prettiest? Who's the passable? Who got something one up of the other? And at the end of the day, in life, we all have our own blueprint. You know, you could fix things here and there, but you are you. Like, I'll never be the next bitch and she'll never be me. No matter how many surgeries, you know, there are. She could die and come back again. She'll still be, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, it's just, it's such a wide spectrum. Like, we just nitpick at each other. And there's no, like, right now, I'm sorry. I'm transgender, but I feel like there's too many letters. LGBTQIXWZ is too much. Like, we were upset for being labeled, but we're labeling... Each other. Yourself, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think queer was fine. It covered anything else. You know what I mean? Um, I respect it. Again, I'm sorry if I offend anyone. But I do respect there's all these letters. But I just feel like they're a little too much. You know? Um, you are what you feel. And, um, yeah, I just don't think that... Doing, you. How do you say? You have to be true to yourself in life. Transgender, heterosexuals, you know... Cis, cis meaning born in the sex you yeah. are. So you just have to be true to yourself. Now, as someone who's dabbling their toes and modeling, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe, maybe dabbling their toes in the quote unquote world of sex work with OnlyFans mm-hmm. and stuff like that, do you, how, how do you feel as a transgender person? Which, if you guys don't know, the world of transgender within sex work and OnlyFans mm-hmm. is a very wide, vast world. Please don't get it mixed mixed up or confused and think that there's a little pocket. It's a very 
large, large pocket if you don't if you don't sure. get it. But <laughs> how how do you feel like? Because because this is to me when someone who's transgender is taking this next step, it's always like a big dive because that's like you really have to have this confidence. Because sure. you're, because, you know, you know, wearing your everyday outfits, doing your vanilla tasks, mm-hmm. your, you know, your vanilla life, as I like to call it, outside, <laughs> that's just, that's one thing. Yes. That is one thing. That is one thing. But now, to go into this whole other world where sometimes there's going to be no covering. Mm-hmm. So everything's going to be True. Out, out for show. Yes. So it's like. The level of, and let me give you the highest respect for that. Because mm-hmm. the level of confidence that has to be shown in order to do that. And the, the, the braveness that has to be, you know, persuaded to be able to do that. Because you're going to have to advertise. So it's not it's like. It's liberating for oneself, for sure. But I just feel like that's with anything. Especially like when you go into content of nudity or adult content. You really have to show that confidence. And, and within yourself, you have to find it. And so. I just feel like, you know, life is short. It's like, fuck it. You just have to be comfortable in the skin you're in. True. And go for it. That's for sure. So, did you ever think, when you started this journey, because it is a journey, Mm -hmm. that you would feel this at ease with everything? Um... Well, as you see, when I first came in, I was little... I didn't know what to expect. Yes. Um... But no, I actually, thank God, you're excellent, amazing at what you do. I did not pay her to say that. <laughs> I did not I know, pay I'm her to shout best. out my photography like, like that, said. but it does help. Just, you know, Definitely. photography, just, you know, look that up. There you go. <laughs> for sure. But no, I didn't know what to expect, but um, I was ready for it, to take that step to share myself with the world, you know. You know, everything is, you know, right now gravity's my friend, but you know, from <laughs> 20, 30 years from now, things start to fall and stuff. So might as well, yes, definitely blueprint things while they're still where they are. So what can we, what, what can we expect? Now that you've taken this first, this first step in, you dipped your toe in, you were happy, you were comfortable with it, you liked mm-hmm. the stuff that you got. What's the next step now? Like, you've put the key into the door, you've opened it up a little bit now. What, what, what's next for you? For me, is um, biting that bullet and just put it out there. I'm gonna start my. I start. I'm gonna start my OnlyFans for sure. Yes, this is uh something new for me. I mean, I know some girls are like, "Bitch, you're late as fuck," but for me, <laughs> you're never too late. You no. know what I'm saying? You're never too late. It's where you are comfortable and what you feel, like sharing. Definitely, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no fin- there's no race. Should I say? So. To wrap this all up, to wrap this nice interview up, mm-hmm. for a young man mm-hmm. or a young woman who's out there, mm-hmm. and they're going through the same thoughts as you, they don't feel like they're the gender that they've been identified as, and they want to take those steps to kind of rectify that for themselves. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, don't let anybody fool you. The person is doing it for themselves, not Always. because. You know, Always. But for someone who may be kind of the people who may be hesitant, maybe kind of like I don't know. I mean, am I going to feel like the, you know people who have those questions? What advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting this journey? That here, here's the kicker mm-hmm. that you wish someone would have gave you 
when you started your journey? Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Because <laughs> the world we live in, everybody's for self. Let's keep it real. Yeah. So it, it's very rare that you find. But um, during my transition, I did have, I was blessed to know some, you know, someone who came before me and kind of shadowed me and gave me great advice. And I just feel, um, what's the question again about? What advice would you give to someone that you wish you would gotten when you started your journey? Definitely for transitioning, you have to, you know it. It's in you. No one can tell you to transition. That has to come within to take those steps. Whether you start taking hormone therapy or start doing surgical work to, to feel happy in the skin that you're in. But there's definitely no, I want to be trans today and I want to detransition later on. Because that's a whole other topic yeah. too. But I'm just saying definitely I would say... Um, just be sure that all your actions is what you really want for yourself. Not to please someone, not for no man, not for no woman, not for no one else, but yourself, for sure. And as far as getting into being more comfortable within yourself, that just, everything comes with time. Because we're, we're always running. In life, we're always running, trying to do this, do that really quick, and just enjoy the ride. Definitely. Where's the live by? Enjoy the ride. No pun intended. Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> but thank you so much. Yes. You know, we worked you for the photo shoot. We worked you for the photo shoot. <laughs> for sure. So I, I know you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm done. I just, yes, just want to go no, home no. and eat. I'm, I'm happy to educate and share anytime. For sure. Now, if you guys love this interview with this beautiful young soul, this beautiful lady, we're not going to tell you your age. We're going to say you're beautiful. Thank you. And you're young. Okay. <laughs> thank um, you. If you want another interview, feel free to message me. Send me questions that you may want me to ask her, and I will do my best to get her to come back Definitely. for another interview. I may have to bribe her with air conditioning. <laughs> yes, it's a little warm it is, here. I keep it warm because it's, it's winter the time. Lighting. It's all the it's lighting. It's the lights, yes. the, the flashing lights. But thank you so much for taking yes, time out to do this and sharing your story with us. Thanks you know, for we appreciate me. it. And wait till you guys see all the dope pictures we took. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The <laughs> photographer she shot with, he's pretty good. So Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you later, Space Cowboy. Yes, bye-bye. All right, that was another episode of Everyday Kick. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed providing it to you. Now, if you like what you heard, you wanna support the content, you wanna support the creator, I always have links in the description. And if you wanna help the podcast out, follow, like, favorite, suggest it to other people, share it. You can also donate so I can bring you 